Left Insider Podcast. Here are your hosts, Matt Chandick, Daggett Morse, and producer Mike Flank. Welcome to episode four of the NLF Insider Podcast. I'm Matt Chandick. Excited to be joined again this week by the esteemed Daggett Morse. Hello. And our tremendous producer, Mike Flanagan, who did not win his men's league game last week, nor did he score a goal. So my predictions were well off. Yeah, you know, tough L for the boys, but uh, we'll bounce back tomorrow night. Love it. Love it. Well, we're going to jump right into this. We have the NLF Fall Invitational coming up this week in Baltimore on Sunday. Uh, 23s, 24s, 25s. Um, 23s and 24s will be at Blandair Park, and the 25s will be at Boys Latin, two fields. Uh, very excited for another stacked lineup of teams, um, you know, you know, jumping right into it, Daggett, what kind of jumps out at you at the 23 age group? What matchups are you looking like, looking at? Well, you know, Matt, as you know, I'm coaching the 24s this fall. So we're, you know, we're, we're just on to express North 8am. Be there <laughs> field two. Okay. Now getting me off school here. Love the way, love your, that you're just dialed in. I'm sure you've been just ripping through express North film for, for a couple of weeks now. Absolutely dialed in. I mean, me personally, I'm pretty excited. One that jumps out right away at 9 a.m. for the 23s is uh, a rematch of an awesome game from UMass in prime time in the West Coast Stars. Um, you know, to, to get those programs, it seems like they link up a, a couple times every summer and, and fall. Uh, to get those two teams right back at it with, I want to say, four or five of our five-star prospects, um, that kind of jumps out right away. I mean, you'd, you'd seen both of them play, um, you know, We've had Tomas Delgado on the pod before. Uh, he would be one of the guys I'd expect uh, to have a big day for prime time. And what, do you, what kind of jumps out to you there? Yeah, like we said, tons of talent, both sides of the field. Uh, and the fact that it's a rematch, um, I'm sure it'll be probably, what, 90% of the same guys from the previous game, if not more. Um, so that always kind of adds a couple of wrinkles. Um, everyone knows kind of everyone's best move. Whether you can stop it or not, it's kind of a different story. But um it's a good one to start off the day. And, you know, if I can switch gears just for a second there, I'd also be excited to see the thunder and the big four game also at nine o'clock that, uh, that, that triple H midfield is stacked at that age group. Always fun to watch. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. I mean, the thunder attack line might be the best in the country with uh, Phil Plunkett, Nico Caretzos and Alex LaBelle saw them play couple weeks ago at Turf Classic and LaBelle was parking some of the nastiest low to high shots you've seen in a while. Uh, the Michigan commit was, was looking very good. Plunkett missed that um, tournament, but he, you know, for my money is the, is the best one on that very good attack line. So if he's back really kind of adds a different dimension. So um, it'll be interesting. And then, you know, for Triple H, Walker Schwartz, one of my personal favorites, the Villanova commit, um, you know, he's always causing havoc in the middle of the field. May not see some of those attack in one-on-one, but you can count on him, you know, kind of sliding aggressively and looking for that opportunist, opportunistic check, which I'm told you're a fan of. Oh, you know, you know, I'm a fan of that, but uh, also a fan of this, you know, this last tournament of the year, getting a lot of those football guys back that we might not have seen this fall, you know, as seasons are ending and, you know, teams getting knocked out of, you know, real playoffs. I know we're getting some bodies back who haven't played with us yet this fall. So I'm going to assume the rest of the country is as well. And, you know, adding those guys back into the mix, you know, always makes for good games uh, this third weekend in November. Yeah, definitely agree. I mean, just just looking at the schedule too, a couple of games that kind of, you know, stand out a little bit. Um, Team 91 South 
and leading edge playing at 11 on field five should be a great game. Um, you know, that the resolute team that made it all the way to the uh, semifinals at UMass um, plays a really um, fast rising eclipse team at, at 11 as well. I mean, we're not going to break down every single matchup, but there, there's, as always, there's really no easy outs here. So, um, I mean, you, having coached in this, you know, in, in how many NLF events at this point, like, what do you kind of tell your guys? It's just like, hey, this, there's just no freebies at this tournament, right? Yeah, can't, you know, can't be wiping the sleep out of your eyes on that 9 a.m. start because, you know, you play some of those teams, you know, if you're playing 91 or Eclipse or Thunder, any of any of them, really, you're down 4 nothing at the end of the first quarter all of a sudden. Um, and just to, just to kind of go back, Resolute is one of those teams I'm really interested to see them play because I think they really announced kind of their presence with that semifinal run. And, you know, they certainly have the talent to do it. They play a great team game. I would love to see them come in and kind of re-announced that, hey, this isn't a fluke. We're here. You know, this, there's as much talent out here in Ohio as anywhere else. Um, so I think that's worth watching for fans of the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hopping over to the 24s, you know, your squad has actually four games, just a little scheduling uh, quirk. And they're all really, really tough. Yeah, Express North, uh, you got Crabs, 91 Maryland, West Coast Stars. I mean, we coming out of that 4-0, Coach? You won't get me on record here, you know, with the with the four and Come on, now. come on, give it to us. Focused on Express North. We're on to Express North, Trandic. Um, <laughs> no, like you said, this tournament you can't look ahead. You don't you don't get the nine a.m. game against you know Perkins School for the Blind, so you can look ahead to the matchup with the Crabs at eleven o'clock. That's just not how the NLF works. It's what we wanted when it got put together. I think it's obviously come true. So no, we, I mean we got. We got our work cut out for us, man, with four games. I mean, especially seeing a team like the Stars, you know, fourth. You know, we got to make sure that we have some some gas in the tank for that last game because, I mean, they didn't fly across the country to jog around out there, you know. Who are some of your guys, your 24s, that have had kind of a strong start to the fall or, or maybe somebody that you, that you touch on it that you haven't had until now and that you're looking forward to seeing this weekend? Uh, you know, Peyton Fox, um, defenseman out of Belmont Hill, has had an outstanding fall, you know, as a takeaway guy. Talk about clean turnovers. You know, had some of the best ones I've seen, you know, in our first tournament. I'm waiting on the finalized roster, but there's been a couple of guys who have been really kind of pleasant surprises. Uh, we got a midfielder named Jake Harkins, who's at Catholic Memorial up here, who's, you know, just came over from 3D and has given us an awful lot of a jump at the midfield. Uh, we have the younger you know, Krogan brother, Sean Krogan, who's kind of he's a clone awesome. of his older brother headed to Judge, uh, Georgetown. So, you know, he's obviously given us a ton. And then, um, you know, our faceoff guy, Jackson uh, Hanahan, who is at Thayer Academy, has made my life super easy. I think he's gone like 90% so far this fall. I'm totally on board with never playing any defense and just not allowing any goals that way. That's fine. So uh, it's been a big help. It's a good strategy to just have the ball instead of not having the ball. Um, and we'll talk, you know, we talked a little bit about it with our guest on this um, podcast, Kyle Colsey from the 24 Eclipse team, but they've got a strong lineup with Eclipse uh, taking on leading edge. That's the one that really kind of jumps out to me. I saw leading edge play a couple weeks ago. Um, they look good. They, they always improve. Um, you know, Chris Rowe does a great job at it. A couple of really standout players. Um, excited to kind of see how that one unfolds. And uh, I think the one maybe I've circled on the, uh, on the calendar a little bit the most, or I guess on the schedule, I should say is a little neighborhood rivalry between team 91 Maryland and the crabs. I mean, both of those teams have some, uh, 
some impressive firepower and some some lockdown defenders and um you know always good when you can get a rivalry game especially in their backyard i mean that one's got to be essentially a who's who of current and future you know high school stars in the area you know rivalry game type thing you know from the program down the street and it's essentially a home game for both of them so you know what more could they ask for yeah i know the crabs have been playing really well um and on for 91 maryland i mean they've got couple of my favorite guys, I mean, I'm just thinking about it. Uh, you know, LSM, Paul McLucas from McDonough, which is an outstanding lefty takeaway guy. Calm down, Daggett. I know you get excited when I say lefty takeaway guy. Um, and then, you know, they've just got some, some horses in, in the midfield, Ben Fairley, another McDonough kid might be the best midfield shooter in the class. And then um, on the crab side, you know, they've got Reed Gills, who is uh, as good as a face-off guy as there is in the class from everything I've seen so far. And, um, you know, Spencer Ford, Justin Brown, guys who can score a little bit. So really excited to see that game unfold. And like I said, I mean, I'm just looking at these and I'm, there's a lot of games that you can just be like, I think this is a pick them. Like there's, it's going to be a lot of one goal games, a lot of two goal games. And that's what we want. That's what we expect. Um, and then just quick. Sorry, you, you said lefty takeaway guy and I blacked out. So <laughs> um, just touching a little bit on the 25s. Um, there'll be a boys Latin. You know, I know the Massachusetts guy has been playing really well with a, a very strong 25 team. This, this might be your best team in a while, and you guys are always good. And now it's time to welcome in Ridgefield and Eclipse's Kyle Colsey for this week's interview. And we're excited to be welcomed by one of the top prospects in the class of 2024, an attackman from Ridgefield and part of that uh, very dynamic Eclipse team that made a run to the NLF National Championship game this summer at UMass. Um, thanks for joining the show, Kyle Colsey. Thank you. Um, so starting off, you know, you had an unbelievable freshman year at Ridgefield, you know, playing for your dad uh, and playing alongside your brother. What was that experience like for you? I mean, not everybody gets to play as freshman. Not, definitely not everybody gets to put up, you know, uh, more, more than 100 points, broke Leo Johnson's record uh, for, most fresh, for most points by a freshman in the FCIAC. Uh, not a big deal. He's pretty good. Um, you know, what was that experience like for you? And, you know, how, what were you able to take away from it? Uh, you know. It was my uh, first first year as um, in high school, um, so there was a lot to learn, a lot of ups and downs, but um, I managed to get through it and uh, had a pretty good year too. Uh, you know, it was good to be coached by my dad uh, and alongside my brother. Um, it was it was a lot of fun overall. Were you kind of nervous heading into it? Like, did you expect to be able to have the impact that you had, or when did you kind of realize that you know you were putting together kind of a special season? You know, uh, I didn't think that, like, you know, the f when fall ball um, was coming around, like, we would always go to the uh, the practices for fall ball. And, I, you know, I was getting there, but I never thought that I would um, contribute this much to this team. And, uh, you know, well, it happened. Yeah, it worked out all right. Yeah. Not too bad. Um, you know, it's not just playing for your dad, but, but obviously your dad was, was a legend when he played and one of the best players of all time. Uh, I'm sure you've been able to pick up a couple of things from him. And obviously your brother, Ryan, committed to Virginia in the 22 class. It's, it's not just being around your family, but being around that kind of high level kind of instruction and being able to bounce some ideas off both those guys. How instrumental has that been, um, you know, in your development? And, you know, has, has um, Ryan kind of given you any tips about how to handle the recruiting process for when it comes next year for you? Yeah, I mean, Ryan's recruiting process was extremely helpful for me. Um, it gave me a lot of motivation and uh, 
I mean, I've tried to practice every, every single day since then as much as I can. Um, and, you know, me and Ryan always would go to the gym and, um, well, we have this gym and um, above a hockey rink that uh, we would go practice across. Um, we would always go up there like during, like before the season and sometimes during the season to go get some work in. My dad would come sometimes, you know, we would set up some drills. Like Ryan has helped me a lot in my game. And so has my dad. Is there any spot specifically he's helped you? I mean, you know, obviously you're both lefty attackmen, which helps, but you guys have different playing styles. So how much, you know, what have you been able to, to take from him specifically? Yeah, exactly. Uh, me and my brother are extremely different players. Um, his game is a lot of behind X and shooting, shooting from shooting, turning the corner, which he has helped me a lot with that. And so has my dad. Um, turning the corner was, I mean, I, I was fine. I would always go sidearm, but I realized that you don't need to go sidearm. It's a lot of, uh, and you don't need to shoot it that hard either, you know? Uh, so just about placement. And so yeah, my brother helped me with a lot of moves from behind behind the cage. Cause sometimes I feel like I, when I dodge from behind X, um, I don't go anywhere. Uh, but I mean, Ryan is so smooth from behind the net and uh, he's helped me so much with that. Nice. So obviously you had a uh, kind of a whirlwind first run first season as a, as a freshman, you know, all the way to the state championship game. Um, I'd, I'd never say being kind of a hyper talented freshman is easy, but it's definitely straightforward in a way because you're kind of just doing your thing in your role. Uh, how are you kind of looking at making the jump to now being like the one of the guys entering preseason where, you know, mentally teammates and opponents are trying to tally your potential points for a game's been played? Yeah. Uh, well, to start the season this year, I'm going to try to be more of a leader. You know, like last year as a freshman, you can't, I mean, you can, you can be a leader, but, you know, sometimes the guys aren't like always like, you know, who's this freshman, right? But uh, this year, I think I can really contribute to being a leader. And uh, when teams, I guess, uh, scout for me or uh, like are going to play against me, it'll be tough. But uh, I mean, I'm also getting better. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's not totally different. I mean, the coaches aren't total idiots. By the end of last season, I'm yeah. pretty sure they knew you were yeah, good. Exactly. So, you know, that isn't going to change much. But, uh, no, I think you're right. You know, freshmen seen not heard a lot of the times when you're an older guy. And, yeah, so it sounds like you got a handle on it. Yeah, I think he's figured it out. I mean, if you put up 101 points as a freshman, and um, I think you've, you've got it pretty nailed down. Curious to, curious to know, but how, how tough was it uh, to have to miss the state title game? I mean, the day of your, your appendix burst and you had to go get surgery, I mean, you know, just kind of out of the blue. How tough was that for you? I mean, you know, how, how different was it for you? Were you just kind of getting updates from friends at the game or what? Well, so the, it was the day before um, the state championship. Uh, we were supposed to have practice. I woke up at like four in the morning that day and um, – I couldn't move. It was like the worst pain. I, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just a stomach ache, you know, woke up. I couldn't even, I had online school. I couldn't even like get, I mean, I did get out of bed and go to online school, but I, I would never have thought that I, like, I would be in so much pain that I have to miss the practice right before then. But I did, I missed it. And um, my, my mom took me to the, the doctors and uh, they said, I probably need um, an appendix surgery. Uh, so we went right to the hospital. Um, 
got a couple, I don't know if it's called x-rays, but we got uh, some scans done. And they said I needed it like tonight. And uh, it was already pretty late. So I got it around like three in the morning, six in the morning of that day. Like that's the day of the state championship. I mean, it went smoothly, but I was, I, I didn't even know what to think. I mean, I would have never thought that something like this would have happened. Um, and after I, I woke up uh, and I pr pretty sure the first thing I said was like, I need to go to my game. Like, <laughs> and I ended up uh, going to my game. I was like hunched over cause of, I was so sore and, um, but I made it to the game, which I think I needed to do that to bring everyone like a little bit of motivation, you know? Um, and, so I, I went, even though it was hard, but I know I was a part of that state championship win. It does feel like that, but uh, now I want to go get another one because, you know, I didn't quite finish it. So I think that's what I'm going to strive for this year. How long was it before you asked if they, if they could just glue you up? Yeah, yeah. I, I asked that. Uh, I, I was wondering if I could, like, just play in that game, but, um, you know. They, they said, uh, like, if, and if I didn't get checked out and I played in that game, the doctor said it would have bursted, like, during the game because of all the the running and stress. Yikes. So, small miracles day before. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely sounds like the perfect reason to go get another one. So, Kyle, you guys are kind of capping your fall this weekend at the NLF Fall Invitational. We've got a really strong lineup uh, with Leading Edge, Resolute, and Team 91 South. I know you guys have been busy all fall and coming off a great summer. Um, you know, what, what are you kind of expecting out of this really, really talented Eclipse team? And in in now as you guys kind of head into your recruiting year. Uh, so this year, um, we're all, we're all trying to build some chemistry right now during the fall. And that's a great way to put fall ball, you know, like build chemistry, uh, get ready for the summer. You know, there's a couple guys missing here and there, but um, overall our team is, really really strong individually we have like from each of their town teams they're the best guys like we like we all in this Fairfield County area and like around there like we're all the best guys from our town teams and like now and at the 24 level um and you know we have we have a great team and I'm I'm excited to see uh, our chemistry build this year and uh win a lot of tournaments Tell me a little bit kind of about, you know, the guys to, to watch out for. I mean, I, I, without going through every single guy, but, you know, you're one of the top guys on the team and, and you've got some pretty special players around you. I mean, who are some of the guys that, that kind of help make up this special team? I mean, the first thing I think of is um, our defense. Uh, we have Luke Hublitz, uh, Dylan Stevens. I mean, right there, like, those guys can lock up anyone. They can lock up anyone. No, thank uh, you. <laughs> Both Don't go anywhere goalies, near those guys. Carter Hagen and uh, Alex Rolf are they're amazing. Our, I mean, our whole defense, our D Mitty, Jack Balsey, he, he is he is locked down. I mean, it, it's insane. And that's just our defense, you know, our middies, we got Hudson. Um, and our offense, our offense is really powerful. We just added um Brady Picorni from uh the 23s. So he came down and I mean it's a huge help. I mean, he he can rip the ball. So me and him have good chemistry together. Shandick, we got a D Mitty shout out there. This kid's okay. You can, <laughs> For you the can brand. stick around. You can come back. He is, he is very good. 
He is very good. Nobody loves D mids more than Daggett. Yeah. So yeah. You made him very happy with that. For the brand. Thank um, you. We appreciate it. <laughs> we weren't all we weren't all born to score goals. Yeah. So three really good teams on the schedule this weekend. Is there one one of those three that you're looking to forward to playing in particular, or is it just kind of you know trying to get as many uh, good games as possible? Yeah, I mean, we're just trying to win as many games as we can. Um, I think I think leading edge. I I don't I don't know much about them, but I I saw like a game that they played. Um, and I mean, they're good, but it, it'll be a fun game. Uh, it'll be a fun game. Uh, I don't know much about 91 South, but I mean, all those 91 teams are pretty, pretty good. No bulletin board material there. Nice job. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and assume that, you know, if they come out of the B pool that, you know, they know better than to look for my, uh, my 24 Lex choose its defense. So I think they know that already. We don't need to get into that potential matchup. Kyle, what was it like for you this summer at UMass and making it, you know, all the way to the championship game and, and you beat a bunch of really good teams and, you know, pretty much all those games are one goal, two goals. So how much of a confidence boost was it to, to be able to, you know, reach, reach the title game after beating some of the best teams in the country? I mean, that tournament was great. Uh, we, we had a, a rough start, I would say, to the tournament, um, but, you know, uh, fortunately a team beat another team and then we got in. And um, we made a run and uh, we beat a bunch of great teams that um, were decided by like one goal or two. And, uh, you know, those are the fun games. Those are the games that like you love to be in. Uh, we got to the championship and it, I mean, the, everything there at the championship was great. I mean, it was really exciting. Like felt like I was playing in a state championship. It was pretty cool. Kyle, tell me a little bit more too about kind of the coaching staff at Eclipse and how they've been able to help you guys become, you know, one of the best teams in the country. Starts with Coach Hanford and Coach Buzio, but kind of works its way down. Um, what have you been able to take away from those guys? And you know, who are some of the coaches that have that have helped develop your game the most? I love all the coaches at Eclipse, and they all have helped me a lot. You know, whether it's in like just practices that they all come to, um, like little camps. But uh, I mean, Jamie Hanford. <laughs> He's a nut, but uh, he 100% he, uh, he's the man. Yeah. Yes, yes. He's helped me so it. much. Uh, I mean, you know, like whether like I'm down on myself, he, he, he's always picking me up. Um, I think I've only had uh, two, three coaches. Uh, coach Rushton from New Canaan was probably my favorite coach. I mean, he helped me so much with my game. Like that was the year that I really took off. And uh, I would say a lot of it is uh, him, you know, he trusted me, he trusted me to dodge, you know, which a lot of some coaches didn't, um, but you know, he trusted me a lot. And uh, I felt like I was the guy um, because of him. So that, that helped me a lot. So you've got a little while before you start your recruitment officially, but one part of the family is going to want you to go to Q's. The other one's going to want you to go to UVA. So are you just going to let those two guys fight it out and the winner yeah, uh, have you or what? What's the deal? I guess so. I mean, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of great colleges out there. All right. Well, thank you very much to our guest, Kyle Colsey, for joining us. Um, looking looking forward to seeing him and Eclipse 24 do big things this year. Uh, if you get the opportunity to, you should definitely check that team out because they are absolutely loaded. Um, really kind of not, not one weak spot on that team. So um, I'm sure that they're going to make uh, another deep run next summer at the NLF National Championships. Thanks again for joining us, Kyle, and good luck to you uh, 
this fall and this upcoming spring. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. All right, and that'll do it for this week's podcast. Thank you very much to Kyle Colsey for joining us. We'll be back next week to recap the NLF's weekend down in Baltimore. See you guys soon. Mm-hmm.